night on Rogue Padron. We're party rocking in the Falcon tonight. And then I do not know the rest of the words. Um, I knew legs who dis. Obi-Wan's memory is a little rusty. And that time, 3PO sat on Bail Organa's lap and it was totally normal. It was fine. I wish I could be 3PO in that moment. Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Nine standing by. listeners welcome to season nope yep season 16 episode kickoff <laughs> nope that is not <laughs> we are kicking off the episode you're not wrong <laughs> hello listeners let me just start over hello listeners yeah no i'm not gonna edit that out though <laughs> no i know you weren't okay. i'm just saying i'm starting oh, just so over. you can like it near them <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah 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 cool. like All in right. the mortal Kombat. yeah no, see, no one's gonna know what you're talking about because you didn't the save that audio Kombat file. Rhythm. I don't care what happens. <laughs> Hello, glisteners. Welcome <laughs> to season 16, mission kickoff, episode 130 of Rogue Padron. There we go. I did it. Good night. Can you believe? <laughs> did episode you ever over. think to yourself when we were reading the Back to War? Man, someday we're gonna have a season that is this season squared. <laughs> I did not, Danny. I never thought that. That is so specific. <laughs> exactly. I didn't think it either. Yeah, I I surely did not. Our our podcast now can like get their driver's license. Oh, wow. it's true. It's amazing. Yeah. We weren't even paying attention during the learner's permit stage last season. No, we weren't. Oh, Who were boy. they driving with? We don't know. <laughs> some some adult from the neighborhood, I guess. No one should take parenting advice from us based off the way we've been raising our podcast. <laughs> That's just like a good rule. Yeah, honestly. Sorry, Heath. Oh, tonight, oh my God, we'll what be if Heath talking about- did like an experiment where... He only raised Teddy by the rules established by Rogue Quadrant. Oh, God, no. I do not think Leo would accept that. That kid's going to need a lot of therapy. (laughs) That kid will be so, like, athletic and sporty because there'll be so many balls all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Just constant dodgeball. Which, like, Heath is not into. Wait, does so many balls refer to actual balls? I always thought it was a euphemism for testicles. No, it could be it was, both. It was about it's, like it's anything. It's anything that could be balls. Yeah. Well, we can all. I always just imagine a ball pit. ourselves hard enough. Maybe can the real we? balls was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> that means that's, that's you. why there's so many you, of Ash. them. You're the real balls. <laughs> <laughs> You're the balls, Ash. <laughs> the real MVP. Wow, I feel so. Uh, I, re- I, really- <laughs> I feel- <laughs> 
I really hope Brigadier General <laughs> Jefferson is listening to this episode. <laughs> oh, no. Can we call your dad BGJ for short? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I have to draw a line in the sand somewhere, and this is my line. This is... BGJ is the line. <laughs> That's not the part where I called you the balls. <laughs> That's fine. No, it's what I brought That's your dad fine. into this. <laughs> the esteemed general. Again. <laughs> oh, boy. My dad is a wonderful person. Leave him out of <laughs> 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 Well... Tonight, we're going to talk about something Danny's in charge. But before that, here's a quick reminder of your host, because it's been some time since we've recorded an episode, and it's been some time before, you know, we've had some of our sanity with us. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Things are totally normal here. Super normal. Normal times doing normal things. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Aunt Danny, Rogue Six, was a way to still feel connected to the outside world during isolation. They would be the animal cams that aquariums and zoos are having because they are very nice. Aww. Aww. Also, I literally yeah. have those going. I, so I have my desktop computer and then my work laptop. So whenever I have work meetings going on, I literally have one of those cams going on on my desktop computer. Because it just See? And, keeps me at And peace. you made a video that, that had maybe a turtle in it. That's true, I did. And there are more coming. Yeah. Ah. Weekly updates from the animal room. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's some good content. Seth, Rogue Seven, would be streamed fitness classes where you can feel productive and so do all the people involved and you can all like pat yourselves on the back and feel superior that the fact that you worked out during quarantine. Yes. Absolutely. Gonna keep streaming those yoga classes, baby. Yep. Ash, Rogue Nine, would be making miniature versions of your friends out of stuff around the house. Which- <laughs> Let's be real, we are all going to get to that point sooner or later. <laughs> yep, sure yep. are. T-minus only a few days. You know, yeah. You know that Parks and Rec yes, that makes the claymation movie? <laughs> <laughs> Could a depressed person do this? That's me. This yep. entire week. <laughs> Could a depressed person do this? And here's Wonderwall. And like... <laughs> I made a Tetris table. I don't even entirely what, you know. Made it? I still know. Why yeah, haven't we seen the finished almost, product? Pick! Because it's pick. not painted yet. Oh, okay. Ash, can you okay, please you take a picture of yourself with then. the Tetris table with the caption, could a depressed person make this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely yes. <laughs> I demand it. Heath, Rogue 3, who is on fraternity leave and has just, you know, ran to the woods to just leave civilization behind would be just honestly post pictures of Teddy so we all want to live past this. <laughs> yeah. Give us a true. reason. Give us a reason. The reason is Teddy. Bring us joy in these trying times with Teddy. Yeah. And I'm Meg. There's a, co- there's a comma in there. It's not these trying times yeah. with Teddy. It's bring us joy with right. Teddy during these trying times. 
Yeah. Okay, just, yeah. just being yeah. clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Teddy's perfect. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be writing paper letters to people in cursive because an email doesn't exi- doesn't express my feelings and emotions well enough, and it gives people something tangible to hold on to. Like a coronavirus. Like a coronavirus. <laughs> or... I'll just be that person. I'm really just posting on Twitter constantly about tentacles and stuff. That's actually what I'm actually doing. <laughs> so your life is different how? Uh, Anyways, uh, speaking of coronavirus, <laughs> I have a question about Star Great. Wars. Yay. So Star Wars is still a thing. Somehow. Is it? I, apparently. Uh, how do you think the galaxy far, far away would be handling the coronavirus. Very badly. Oh. <laughs> Very badly. Uh, genocide, probably. Yeah. An imperial takeover. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people dying. Uh, yeah. Basically, no basically what's happening with our government. Yeah, it doesn't know? seem like that, that galaxy it's really is... just like America. Yeah. There's not even like Yikes. customs and stuff you have to pass to get into most planets. You can just kind of just like whoop up and pop off. Use land. Want. Yeah, that would be absolute yeah. hell. Even the oh, book man. that I read, like the trilogy I read recently, that was about like basically a pandemic of ghosts. Um, oh no! Like their civilization was more put together than the Star Wars one, and even they got messed up by it. So <laughs> I would not give Star Wars a fair uh, chance. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say a pandemic of ghosts? Yeah, uh, spirits possessing. Okay, bodies. I, I wasn't sure that's what you said, but I didn't want to ask about. It. Yeah, no, it's a pandemic of spirits. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear, <laughs> and they spread out from the bodies that have already been possessed. It's it's a wild ride. Uh huh. I'm into it. Yeah, it's good. So, do you think that Yoda and Obi Wan were just like preparing for a pandemic when they went into exile? No, I think they're just hermits, anyways. <laughs> You know those people who already like people that are on Twitter like now, right? Like nothing has changed for me. Yeah, some of these people who just yeah. leave their social distancing. I call that a Tuesday. That was right. Me, I brag yeah. about it. <laughs> oh no! You know, I honestly I mean, thought I'd be fine because I don't. I'm I'm pretty much a homebody. I, I was like, yeah, this will be fine. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. It's been like a week, and I'm about to lose my mind. Tetris table. <laughs> Tetris table. <laughs> I mean, yesterday I was like, I did so much shit. I think being in a isolation is kicking me up into hypermania a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. See how much stuff I get done in the next couple of days before I crash. Oh. Sam, yeah. all I did yesterday was watch you play a video game. Yes. That's yeah, for our Patreon Discord, uh, apparently I'm just playing video games on stream now. That's great. That's a great reward. Yeah. Subscribe to us to Patreon. Yeah, if you want to um, watch me play video games. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I'm actually with more people than I usually live with, and it's worse. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, mainly just because I, I haven't been in, like, my own space for a long time by myself. Um, and so, like, I just don't have any comforts that are mine. And so it's trying to get through this without, like the tools that I normally use to make myself like feel okay. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. What were yeah. we talking about? It doesn't matter. So for our kickoff this season, I thought it was really important for us to talk about Lego Star Wars, the U- new Yoda Chronicles episode four, Escape from the Jedi Temple, because <laughs> like this episode of Star Wars was just like quietly dropped on Disney Plus. Like I was just scrolling through Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of this before. And it was just like randomly there. And I feel like fans aren't talking about this. And it's super controversial. So I think right. I've never heard it, of this you know? before. You all watched it, right? Yeah, 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 of course. Yes. Were you, yeah. like, kind of surprised that, like, like it changes a lot yeah, of the I canon? Mean, it does. It really does. Yeah. I, did they think they could just get away, just, like, quietly dropping it on there and thinking we wouldn't notice? It's very okay. bizarre. We noticed. Like, like, but it doesn't make any sense because the McClunky stuff was, like, automatically, everybody knew about it within, like, seconds of it being up on Disney+. Yeah, yeah. I feel like How Star Wars Twitter let me down. Right. Is it a conspiracy? Maybe. And so, I mean, first question is, is it's got episode four right there in the title, which there's already an episode right. four. So, like, and this clearly, continuity-wise, happens after the episode four that already exists. So is this just, like, episode four some more? Or, like, how do we reconcile this with A New Hope? I mean, it's it's times like this where I really miss, miss Legends, because at least they were consistent, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This new canon is weird. Yeah. It's kind of like Kingdom Hearts, where they just arbitrarily name number things the same number as a previous thing. And you're like, we already had a Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> like, yeah, boy, stop. I really do not want Star Wars to go down the road of Kingdom Hearts. No, I hope this is I can't the last wait. I can't wait for Star Wars episode 358 days over 2. Oh, <laughs> God, don't remind me. 5. Eight. The fact that number is burned into every single Kingdom Hearts fan is pretty... <laughs> We that's don't even know what the number has. is, but it's burned that's, into our brains. That's the power it has, though. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want Star Wars doing that to us. Um, like, why would they name it Episode Four? Like, I mean, I guess the alternative why? was Star Wars I Episode th- Four and a Half. Oh, like but yeah, what, but, like, one and a half? but can you do Roman numeral? Can you do halves and Roman numerals? That's a really good question. I mean, like, really, really, if you want to be pedantic about it, you you could say that Rogue One and is Star Wars three point five. We're like three point nine like 3. nine nine. <laughs> Right. Like, it's really, like, nine repeating, right? So, it's Star right Wars there. episode III dot IX, 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 IX. Yes. It doesn't yeah, make total good. sense. Yeah, it's just, it's not I think not there's a shorter appealing. way to do that, but I don't know what it is. Actually, I am right now Anyways, looking up, uh... Roman numeral experts Roman. Of hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you all listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into this. So first and foremost, the crawl has a narrator, which again, like, it's just, there's no consistency. Yeah, it d- I mean, yeah. maybe we just had the volume down when we watched all the others, but I don't think so. Because, like, there was music. Not as many times as we watched it, right? At least. Yeah. Like, I was, I was getting ready to, to read this crawl. I was like, okay, I don't feel like reading it, but I'm going to read it. And then the narrator started, and I was like, wait, what? I kind of liked guess- it. Like, it was kind of nice to have the crawl read to me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have to put any effort in. So, the crawl says that the forces of the Rebel Alliance... I'm not doing a very good narrator. Can anyone do the narrator voice? I'm uh, looking at you, Seth. <laughs> Seth, can you, can you do the crawl in the voice of Tigris, maybe? <laughs> Must I? <laughs> I mean, I just kind of put you on the Please. spot, and you would basically be letting down all of our listeners if you said no at this point. Yeah, basically. Or uh, Lesbian Mon Mothma. That's, that's, also a, good. that's a classic. Also maybe Lesbian Mon Mothma right. if she was a tiger. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Uh, I could do Lesbian Mothmo. I'm hoping. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, God. I think I have to say You should start by saying her catchphrase. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, you have <laughs> now, you're, now you're in the headspace. The forces yeah. of the Rebel Alliance have struck a major blow against the Empire <laughs> with the destruction of the Death Star. Emboldened by their victory, Luke Skywalker and his friends celebrate, unaware that at that very moment, Darth Vader is on their trail, determined to exact a terrible revenge. Love it. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So Um, um, one thing that we learn immediately is that, okay, so I always just assumed that like the text scrolling through the sky was just like, it's just words and, and like the words weren't actually part of the galaxy. Yeah, but, like, extra diegetic. You could see, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but you could see the words out the window of the Falcon when we went into the cockpit of the Falcon. Yeah, so does, does that, that mean that, like, they can see it? Right, like, are all the crawls actually visible? Are they just, like, floating around in space somewhere? Oh, weird. I don't like, like that. That seems wrong. Like, did someone manipulate the stars in order to push them but together? But these crawls to are yellow, words? and stars aren't, like necessarily that yellow i feel like it's gonna be star wars episode 37 and like finn's great 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 grandson is gonna be riding around in a space whale and just like off in the distance is like war the dead speak from, yeah the dead speak <laughs> <laughs> what does what does that mean <laughs> all right so the the scene opens with Luke, Leia, Han, three PO, Chewie, and R two, and they're having a rave in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, which is a logical Great. like that was what I would expect them to be doing after the Death Star blew up. Yeah, um, having a rave yeah. on the ship. Chewie's the DJ, and R two is the turntables, which again, kind of an odd like we know astromechs have a lot of features, we've never seen that before, so that was kind of cool. My question about yeah. this is usually turntables I mean- have like two tables or two turns <laughs> on the table. <laughs> <laughs> they have two what? No. Two turns on the table. Right, Danny? You're a DJ. You know this. Um, and, like, you no, use two the two, the two the turns on the table to control I, the music. I just, right? the I just use my laptop. The di- oh, yeah, that's also... Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, but, like, I'm a modern DJ. She was doing, like, touching Artu's head. There's no second turn. I don't understand how that works in terms of, like, turn it's just a It's just a switch. Oh, It's like a momentary um, switch. That that cuts in, in in like puts a sound. I in. think R two maybe doesn't operate the same way as a traditional turntable does. Well, maybe right? Chewie's not actually doing anything, and R two's just letting Chewie. I think, think that. Yeah, like I think Chewie just enjoys doing the motion because the motion is fun, mm, and R two's just like, sure, I'll play some right? music that sounds DJ'd. And right. then everyone applauds Chewie, like... and R two's like, what the fuck. Yeah, which often happens to R2, yeah. right? So that like, makes more sense, really, canonically. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, alright, okay. Right. So th- so is like, worrying, and they're all dismissing his worries. So, like, <laughs> again, usual. very consistent, like, with the characters that we know from the original trilogy. And then, of course, Vader yep. and the Imperial Fleet show up and find them. So, once again, the theme <laughs> of always listen to 3PO. 3PO's right. Yeah. Um, so Vader starts monologuing in the way that he always does, and one of his Imperial officers points out to him that it's really pointless to monologue because they can't actually hear him in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I loved this part. It, it I like, actually did Why not. has no one pointed this out to him before? But it turns I out, like, know, this is like gonna this, be... Cause... 
this is going to be an important theme of the episode. It's kind of like hope and found family of the Star Wars saga. Like this is this is the hope yeah. of this you know episode of Star Wars. Why didn't you like it, Seth? I didn't like it. It felt really inconsistent to the fear that Vader should be controlling over the rest of the Empire. Like, even if he was it's- doing something stupid, nobody, like, especially not, like, one of his, like, main officers of his ship would be pointing that out to him because they know they would die. Like, nobody's brave enough for that. Uh, if anyone should be telling him that, it should be one of the heroes being like, you know nobody can hear, right? Like, that makes more sense from, like, Han or Luke, not one of his officers. I think it was fun in the way where it's definitely something that someone would do to Anakin Skywalker. Mm, that's a point. Right? That, like, he would be monologuing, and then, like, Rex would be like, you you know no one can hear you, right? Yeah, see, that <laughs> like, makes more sense. Yeah, it this felt, doesn't make sense. It felt, like, weirdly nostalgic in, the, in a you way. Know, this like, oh, yeah, Anakin's still in there. of a, I'm in my sad castle on Mustafar making puns, Vader. Then uh, I'm cutting down all these imper- all these rebels, Vader. Actually, yeah, he's got he's like got like big Rogue One energy. They apparently forgot the word helmet, despite the fact that like helmets have clearly existed in Star Wars for a long time. And I find that very strange. Right. Like maybe the writers just kind of forgot the word and just like came up with something else. I don't know. It didn't see. It just felt like bad writing, you know. Yeah. So the the, the inconsistency in Vader's character was kind of jarring to me at first, but it can be very easily explained. Most of episode four <gasps> is Natalie Portman. Oh my god! And, and this is like we're quickly reverting back to Anakin Skywalker, who is holy the, shit. He's, he's the one in the the first scene in Rogue One, and then it's Natalie Portman in the second scene in Rogue One. Um, but I think this entire episode is probably Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Holy shit! Oh my god! You're right. That makes Dang. so much sense. So, the, so Dang, the, the Vader that everyone's actually afraid of is Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she means business. Oh, yeah. oh so that's yeah. like, oh, like oh, I'm scared yeah, yeah. of her. Well, and that explains like if this was the Natalie Portman Darth Vader, she would have just popped that guy's head off without thinking twice. But Anakin doesn't. He right. force chokes him, and like they're Legos, so he could have just popped his head right. It would have been really easy, honestly. And he doesn't. Right, so like, right. The fact that he didn't think about that is very clearly this is Anakin we're dealing with in this episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <gasps> Danny, you're brilliant. So, I mean, it's just one theory. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but it's the it's most just, fitting theory right now. Always, always so humble. I, I have five to eight other theories about why Darth Vader's character is inconsistent here, but that's that's the main one. Yeah, that makes okay, sense. Okay, okay. Okay, so we cut back to the cockpit, and, and Luke Skywalker demonstrates that he understands the difference between backwards and forwards on the Millennium Falcon controls. Thanks, Luke. Um, wow. Which means that he has the brain cell right now. <laughs> I'm glad he he made this very clear after uh, already piloting his X-Wing. But sometimes we just need a reminder, because the audience forgets things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because of this, the Rebels successfully escaped the Imperial fleet, and they dented Vader's head thing in the process. Yeah, questionable writing there again. What are the writers doing there? Did they? Do I need to send them like a dictionary or something? Thesaurus? I don't know. Send them a cowboy dictionary. <laughs> oh my god! You dented my cowboy hat. You dented my ten gallon helmet. You you did you you did in my stetson. my stetson. Thank you for that, Ash. I love that. So so we think they've escaped, but plot twists. The Millennium Falcon's party rave lights mode is still on, and it makes them very oh, easy man. for the fleet to you follow know, them. That reminded me a lot of uh, Thor Ragnarok with the ship with the, yes. the party lights. Yeah, I, it felt kind of like... Yes. Did Taika Waititi direct this? It's almost felt like a Taika Waititi version of Star Wars. No, like, the humor isn't quite the humor isn't quite Kiwi enough for okay, that. Okay, so, so kind of like a JV Taika. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's somebody who watched Thor Ragnarok and then wanted to make a Star Wars like yeah, but they didn't quite they didn't quite capture that Kiwi humor. Sure. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't really replicate Taika. You can't replicate genius. No. Yeah. So so they they catch up with them again, and Vader once again says, "You've escaped me for the last time." Once again, revealing that he is completely unable to comprehend the fact that they can't hear him. Again, see it's (laughs) a theme. It's like hope. I think I think here we don't really explore Vader's like, character oh. enough in this. People just assume that he doesn't know. But, like, maybe he just likes talking to himself. Maybe he likes these dramatic lines. I talk to myself in the car all the time. I know people can't hear me, but I do it anyways. But he's, like, the, the things he's saying is specifically to them. He's not talking to himself. He's not saying, yeah, they've escaped me for the last time. I specifically talk to the other cars being dickheads, too, but they, I know they can't hear me. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, who among us? Who among us? Isn't this a relatable feeling? You're like, you want forgiveness for your sins, but I'm not giving it to you. Exactly. That's what I'm like. Uh, you're going to have to listen to our Patreon exclusive to understand that reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash RoguePodron. Yeah, hit us up. <laughs> uh, okay, so Yoda is also talking to himself. Um, it's, I guess it's That a just thing- seems like a Yoda thing. That tracks, though, yeah. <laughs> he's talking to Force Ghost. He's using the Force to keep tabs on what Luke is up to. Um, and Ghost Obi-Wan comes for a visit. Now, a lot of fans might disagree, but I thought this was actually pretty brilliant. This was, like, the the way that Yoda learned of the death of Obi-Wan. Because Obi-Wan is, yeah. like, off screen, and he's like, Hey, Yoda! And Yoda's like, Oh my gosh, you're here! And Obi-Wan scrolls on his screen, and he's a ghost, and Yoda's like, Oh, buddy. <laughs> right, Yoda's just like, Oh, oh no. no. The thing happened. Yeah. The relationship was <laughs> yeah. pretty good in this, yeah. I yeah. liked it a lot. I, I thought that was the best broship. I've um, always really wanted to see in, like in more I've always really wanted to see more of the Obi Wan Yoda relationship. Yeah. Yeah, well this was good. And it, I feel like this did this It yeah, clearly implied did a good that, like, job by expanding they've on they've been it. commuting through the force like throughout the twenty years. Um like yeah, there's yeah. clearly some rapport that they've built up where I feel like things were a lot more stiff and formal back in Rots. But like now they're just right. like I mean in the Clone Wars they definitely have a more informal relationship. That's maybe it's just an animation thing versus a live action thing. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. Yeah. So does you and McGregor not like puppets? Oh my god. Maybe he and I have something in common. Is that what it is? <laughs> Seth, you don't like puppets? Did you not I'm scared of puppets, Ash. <laughs> I did not know they that. They scare me. <laughs> Odie, can you let Ash know which episode of Rogue Pattern she needs to listen to? <laughs> For that little bit of continuity. Yeah. So Yoda suggests that maybe it's finally time to unearth the holocrons. And Obi-Wan suggests that before they do that, they should tell each other, this, I guess, remind each other the story of the time that they buried the holocrons. Yeah. And they're going to roast... Which was weird. They're going to roast ghost marshmallows <laughs> and then eat them while they're while they're having story time together. They yeah. just need to refresh their memory. I guess. So... It, it's been a while. So then we go a longer time ago in the same galaxy. Um, and, and this is, again, something we've never seen before. They gave us kind of a recap of what happened in Revenge of the Sith. But it was kind of like old-timey. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like an intro to a Korra, Legend of Korra episode. Where it's like, like, were they trying to be like 
Yularen or whoever does like those episodes. Amazingly, this wasn't the only Korra reference in this little episode. So yeah, this oh. this thing seemed very like heavily influenced by other things, and it came across a little too strongly sometimes. I feel. Yeah, I feel like there was one major yeah. franchise like outside of Star Wars that was really heavily influenced in this one. I can't put my finger on it, but yeah, neither. It's weird though. Mm, yeah. I just felt it just felt slightly off because of it. Yeah. So anyway, we we then like this story that Obi Wan is telling starts right in the very last scene of Revenge of the Sith. Those like twin suns are setting behind Owen and Baru, who are just like, I guess, staring off into space. Like we zoom out, and Obi Wan is actually there. They're dealing like, with the fact they're looking after a baby now. They're just like, yeah, oh, no, like having a crisis. <laughs> like, oh, we just decided we didn't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> we just adopted How that relatable. dog. <laughs> right. Uh, and it, like, zooms out, and Obi-Wan is, like, sending a hologram message to Bale and Yoda to let them know that, like, he got Luke to safety. It's great. Um, Mm -hmm. and also he's, like, practicing his crate dragon cry, which is really good foreshadowing for what we see in, uh, episode four, the first one? Yeah, the first episode four. Is that what we have to refer to this as now? Yeah, I guess so. This is the second episode four. Uh, but, like, this... It's like Art, it's like it? when last uh, it's, it's like when confusing. Last Jedi it's came out and you could right because like this takes place afterward, but most of this episode's a flashback, right? So like, but I think because what is the really? staging sequences are placed, yeah, forward, like that's where it belongs. Yeah. It's oh, just like so referring confusing. to this is going to be annoying. Like when Last Jedi this came why out, you, you can't have them both numbered the same. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't you you can't refer to Jedi as Return Return of the Jedi as Jedi anymore because people ask you which one you're talking. The about. last one, obviously. Um, okay, so so during this hologram message, oops, Yoda and Obi Wan, and again, like here, they don't have that rapport they built up yet. They had a huge miscommunication because neither mm. of them, both of them, thought the other one was going to save the holocrons from the Jedi Temple, which I guess there's a bunch of holocrons. That's true. There's a lot going on. I guess the like yeah. hol- there's a bunch of holocrons in the Jedi Temple that need to be saved because if the Emperor gets a hold, was this really explained? If the Emperor gets a hold of them, it's bad. I don't news. think I think it was just like left to inference because we know about like Jedi holocrons and stuff from like the other animated series. Um, I guess it's the assumption that holocrons have a lot of knowledge in them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then there's this sequence that just honestly it felt really gratuitous. It was just like. We Obi Wan's on Tatooine, and we want you to know it. So we're going to show you every other thing from Tatooine that you know about. There was a bantha herd that yeah. trampled him, and then Jabba's oh barge, uh, Jabba's barge showed up, and Obi Wan pulls over Jabba's barge, confirming once again that all Jedi are cops. Mm-hmm. And then Bib Fortuna shows up and gets his arm day workout in, uh, but he and Jabba still get trampled. Which, to me, like the big question is like, what does this tell us about Hut? healing physiology like like can they just do they just spring back like if, if you if a hut gets trampled does it just like gelatinously spring back into its regular shape is that what happened to I, so. I mean does it have bones or no is it more is it slug like do huts have bones oh my gosh that's the like this is question. why this is why oh god what's his name do slug diego do luna keeps oh. trying to figure out what huts like the texture of a hut so he can answer this question do you think it's less that Diego Luna wants to touch it and more that he wants to squeeze it? <gasps> he wants to squeeze wants it, to absolutely. Squeeze it. I guess I can't blame him. I kind of want to squeeze a hut now, too. Me too. I want to know. Are they like... Yeah. I'm just... I'm curious like now. Balls? I need to know. Right. Is it like a stress ball? Or yeah. is it like... 
yeah i don't know also yeah i i like people complain about uh how star wars like is always pretty gratuitous about like Ooh, look at these other references to Star Wars we can make. And I definitely think this went overboard with that. Like, it's just unnecessary. We know it's Tatooine. We see the twin sons. We're like, yeah, it's Tatooine. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't need that. Yeah. It's like that really bad deleted scene from The Phantom Menace where Anakin picks a fight with a Rodian. And in the end, the Rodian's friend is like, hey, you better watch out, Greedo. Yes, One day, right. you're going to get in some trouble. Oh, it's gosh, like that deleted that. episode from The Clone Wars where Greedo is like, oh, wait. <laughs> It wasn't deleted. They included it. <laughs> they included a lot. Clone Wars has no chill about gratuitous references. That's because George Lucas was still there. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we cut to the Senate, which is under new management. Again, this is right after the fall of, of the the Republic, or I guess the Jedi Order. The Republic is still like a, a puppet thing. Anyways, Palpy is introducing his new theme song to some of the senators, I guess. Uh, and, yeah. the, and the new theme song is is the Imperial March that has become so famous. So I thought that was kind of cool. Like, here's the first time we've seen the Imperial March, and this is like, yeah, yeah. It's like when um in Rebels when they put the Imperial March in a major key and used it for the Empire Day yeah. parade, like 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 making an in universe reason for it to exist. I yeah. like that. Yeah, My I question just feel is... like Palpatine was a little bit out of character, um, just a little bit too energetic for like an old man. Yeah, but he's an old man with the power of the Sith. Yeah, but he's trying to make everyone think that the Jedi damaged him. This feels like a little bit like he's That's true. He's coming out a little away, strong. You know? Yeah, um, a little strong. My question is, do you think that he recorded his uh, Imperial theme mixtape? Like, when did he have time for that? Because there's been a lot, like, did he record that years ago and he's just been, like, sitting on it waiting to present it? When he figured yeah, out his probably. Plan? When he was, like, a young, yeah, when he was, like, a young guy, he's like, one day, I'm gonna have a reason to use this. Yeah. He's he's like in his college dorm room, just like. <laughs> Listen, we've all like, made terrible music. Ash, I feel like you and Palpatine have something in common here. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, not about the terrible music. I you said that before. I had my said just a bit. Just about oh, no. the musicians making a mixtape. Uh, anyways, um... <laughs> I have never made a mixtape in my life. I need you all to know that I've made a lot of <laughs> shitty music. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> so anyways, one of the senators is Re Yees, who's just there. <gasps> random. And Re Yees boos the Emperor, which not a smart move, buddy. But it, it turns move, out Re-Yeez. that on Re Yees' planet, booing equals cheering, I guess. Or maybe he was just saying that to covers, but it's unclear. But either way, right. rest in peace, Re Yees. Yeah, I feel like... Uh... <laughs> This just goes to show the Empire's cultural insensitivity. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So, so this Super is... Super anti-alien. So Vader makes his grand entrance in front of this uh, panel of senators. And this is, like, the true grand entrance of Vader, because remember, we're in the flashbacks. This is, like, the first time he's ever appeared publicly. Um, and he does a pretty good job of being intimidating, except his new legs do make him look a little silly. I mean, we complain about Star Wars being a bit too slapstick sometimes, and I feel like this went a little bit too far once again. Um, yeah. I would call it good continuity. Like, can you imagine if you had brand new legs? You would need some time to get used to them. I mean, we didn't see Maul do this, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it I mean, wasn't Maul nearly was as bad like, as, like, Maul's spider legs. His legs were great, Ash. Don't diss those spider legs. I love them. <laughs> and Maul had a lot of time alone, weirdly, in his little 
cave tunnel to like practice with nobody watching. Yeah, it just, I don't right? know. It feels weird to have like. This really makes the Empire look a lot more useless than I feel they are in the rest of the movies, you know? Mm-hmm. But they're just kind of starting out at this point, right? They kind of yeah. have to get you. They kind of have to like get used to it. They've been the Republic for a really long time. I guess. Yeah. I feel like this might be the part of Palpatine's plan that's a little like higgledy piggledy. Um, <laughs> in the way where he's like, I know how I'm going to get rid of the Jedi. I know how I'm going to take over the Senate. But then gets to the point where he's like, after that, like we kind of have to adjust to see how people react, what's going to happen. And so we're playing it fast and loose right now. I do believe that that is the first time in 130 episodes that the term higgledy-piggledy has been broken out. (laughs) And I think that it's a real shame, and I hope that this becomes a regular occurrence. Right up there with Rudy. I just want... I just want to do something special for this this first episode of season 16. Y'all, let's have a granny slapping higgledy-piggledy good time. Yeah, I like that. Always. I mean, I already am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> high so falutin, a highfalutin granny slap. <laughs> I'm more, I'm more of a lowfalutin granny slap and higgledy piggledy time myself. But I like that's being midfalutin, but you know, that's just midfalutin. <laughs> I feel like that's Mid-fl- just falutin. Yeah, right? that's just I like to falute. It's like when yeah. you're just whelmed. Yeah, you're just falutin. Okay, so <laughs> meanwhile on Kashyyyk, Yoda and Obi Wan and Bale meet up, and this is, I think, nice. this is the biggest controversy of this whole episode, right? Like, this confirms yeah. that Obi Wan actually left Tatooine after leaving Luke there. Like, he literally made this promise: "I'm going to stay on this planet and watch you from afar and train you to be a Jedi." And then, like a minute later, yeeted out of there back to right. Kashyyyk because of some holocrons. This is this is a really big concern regarding Obi Wan's yeah, character. Yeah, it's controversial, and I gotta say, I'm on the side of hating it. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah it's so what yeah. do you think do you think the truth will be revealed in the obi-wan series yeah i'm wondering if the obi-wan series yeah. will straight up recon this right like yeah. they might i feel like they'd almost have to right it just doesn't feel like obi-wan you know it feels like really out of character i mean the story like, the story group exists like story. i think the obi-wan series is gonna have to reconcile this and maybe obi-wan is dealing right. with his guilt of the fact that he didn't follow through on his oh. promise a second time Ooh. Right, like, what if Luke, like, skinned a knee during this time? Or, like, what if Maul came back? Because that could have happened. Because you know, Maul's still alive at this point. If Luke, what if Ezra was there? Luke is, like, two reason. days old. If Luke skins a knee, that's on Owen and Beru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think this entire movie, Obi-Wan is extremely out of character, and I really hope that the series doesn't have to reconcile that and just kind of, like, pushes it to the side a little bit you know well then what was the point of introducing this in the first place they're just gonna retcon it with the obi-wan series next year i don't know interesting discussion (laughs) i don't know but i hope they retcon it i'm on that side of all of this i'm just i'm sorry to say okay well on the side of like i'm interested on the side of like good things that came out of this c-3po has a big gun and also calls yoda a little green boy yes Yes! That's my 3PO. 3PO! <laughs> That's my droid. I loved this glitch in 3PO's programming where he was suddenly like... I did like... I did enjoy 3PO Super confident, this. super cocky, like, British action superhero. Right. It does feel a little 3PO's bit like they're trying like, to steal oh, uh, Rise of Skywalker's Thunder with it, though. Just a little bit. Mm. 
That's true. I did enjoy it. Like, yeah. I did enjoy it. It just feels a little bit like they're trying to steal that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense that, like, any series you're going to drop on Disney Plus at this time is going to try to capitalize on the unequivocal success that was The Rise of Skywalker. Right. And especially 3PO's characterization of murder Right. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, talk about, like, the most beloved Star Wars film of all time. Like, if you're not going to capitalize on that, then... Right. What are you you even doing? doing? So, clearly, like... Obi-Wan and Yoda aren't, and Bale aren't going to be able to do this by themselves, so there's there's a team-up happening right. here. All of Yoda's Padawans, all of whom apparently, coincidentally, escaped Order 66. Survived some... Like, did Yoda know? This is a huge Did deal. Yoda know? Yeah. Did, and, like, saved his own Padawans, but nobody else? I think like, there's a conspiracy theory fuck, worth exploring Yoda? here. What the fuck? Absolutely. Like, how... How could you... <laughs> This is just such a random thing to just drop and then not explain any further. Like, this is a huge deal. But it also, like, kind of explains where every... Like, you see people nowadays, like, complaining about, like, Force users in new canon because they're just like, oh, all of these Jedi survived Order 66 and, like, being big douchebags about it. But it's like, apparently, yes! (laughs) And you know why? Because your boy Yoda was on the inside the whole time. No wonder why you like Yoda, because y'all are sharks why- and cops. <laughs> yeah, is this why everybody thinks Yoda's a dick? Like, I, maybe. <laughs> Definitely part of it, for sure. Mm. All right, so, like, they all show up. Then this dude, 14 Jack, who has an electric oh arm, God. apparently. Like, what's his story? He's so OP, and I don't appreciate it's- it. <sighs> and his name is Jack. 14 Jack. <laughs> So were there 13 other failed Jecks? Like, I need to know. Well, I think there might have been. We're, we'll talk about 14 Jeck later on, because there's a, like, there's, just there's, a, a, major, there's a jar. major, like, plot point of his backstory drops just totally casually later on, so. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a, somewhere, there's a jar of pickled <laughs> Jecks. Pickled Jecks. It was, oh, it was Palpatine's God. first attempt at pickling. I want to know, then, how Yoda got a hold of one of those. Yeah, that means Yoda probably knew I'm, about Snoke, too. You know what? I don't really trust our little green boy right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> 3PO is right. Okay, but also mm. the best part happens here because arriving in the magic school bus, and I say that because it's literally the exact same sound effect the little school, the magic school bus makes. The beep beep. <laughs> beep, beep. Like they stole it from that TV show. And it's yeah. the hero of the story and the hero of my heart. It's Rusty. Hey, Rusty. So even... Regardless of all the other controversial stuff happening here, like, the existence of Rusty, to me, makes this episode of Star Wars, like, worthy of inclusion amongst the canon. Yeah. Rusty's really so, great. So Rusty's really an like Ithorian Rusty. Jedi, and everyone totally remembers Rusty, especially Obi-Wan, yeah. who totally yeah. remembers Rusty. Um, They're best Because friends. they fought together alongside each other at the Battle of Muktuk, which is our second yeah. Legend of Korra reference, randomly. Yep. Muktuk! Hero of the North. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But psych, there wasn't actually a battle of Muktuk, and that was Rusty's way of showing Obi-Wan that Obi-Wan doesn't actually remember him. Which again, like, Rusty is just so smart. Who else would have thought to to pull a move like that? 
Right, but like Obi Wan is like an Ivy League Jedi, so like of course he wouldn't remember like the lesser Jedi that he trained with who didn't stand. Yeah, Obi Wan. Right? I mean, not also come like I'm here. pretty sure. Pretty sure Obi Wan just kind of forgot everything after Anakin came into his life because he had to drop everything to suddenly raise his child. You know, like you forget, you forget a lot of things. A lot of people will fall out of your life when you become a parent. I feel. Oh like my god, did he forget about us? <laughs> Heath, <laughs> Heath, I'm not calling you out. Please come back to us. Heath, come back. Anyway, so the next thing that happens in this episode is three uh, PO <laughs> is ready to kick, and I quote, "Imperial bottom." Yes. And also, 14 Jet's weird arm has the power of invisibility, I guess. Oh, we're like just it. We're just, like, introducing yeah. a lot of new plot pieces here that just... It's just, it's like, I don't... It's coming out too fast and furious. I'm not, I'm not a fan I... of 14 Jack. I just... One, I love the Fast and the Furious. Two, <laughs> I don't trust people who can make themselves or limbs invisible like i don't know what you're doing with those and i do not like it mm, i don't trust that that's gross Mm-mm. yeah yeah <laughs> now that you put it that way yeah the team do not infiltrates trust. the jedi temple um 14 jack's arm is now a flashlight i guess it just does everything um, I don't like. This feels like like someone's OC that they inserted in this just to like make them super cool. Oh, fourteen Jack like, is I'm totally a self insert. Yeah, I don't He's like a it. Gary oh, Stu. absolutely. I don't. I don't Gary like Stu. it when a Gary Stu gets put into a thing like this. Like, it's was this written by Dave Filoni? Oh my no. god! No, it would be a wolf then. He'd be a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Palpy is in the middle of movie night in the temple. Uh, but yep. regardless, 3PO has no problem ramboing his way in there, which is much Amazing. to the dis- dismay of Bale, who is uncharacteristically, like, really cowardly throughout this whole sequence. I don't like it. Yeah. I really hated Bale as a coward. Every time Bale came on not. screen, I was like, I don't like yeah. this. Just, I would rather know Bale than this Bale. Yeah, I kind of felt like they didn't need to bring him back for this. Like, he was happy on... Uh, Alderaan with his new baby and his wife. He's looking after his new right. daughter. Like, they took not only Obi-Wan, who was, like, essential looking after Luke, but they also took Bale, who was essential after, for looking after Leia. Like, bad decision-making. Very unstrategic. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and, like, at this point, Bale is definitely working on the Rebel Alliance, like, beginnings yeah. on Alderaan and, like, what they can do to resist. And you know that Bale is like at this point would one hundred percent be dedicated to Leia. Yeah. Oh sure. yeah. They got a newborn baby. Like, come on. Yeah. Like he even like he even says when we're into the city, he's like, We've always wanted a daughter. You think it's just gonna be like eh, whatever. <laughs> right. Leia's fine. Like, Raya, Pad- Raya, you Pad- keep her. <laughs> Padme like wasn't even dead yet and, and Bale was just like, We've always wanted a daughter, I'll take the girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even dead. <laughs> god, that's a really good point. Oh yeah. my god. He's like, she can't keep them. How's she gonna explain that? What did you all think of movie night in the Jedi Temple? I think that'd be really yeah, fun. Yeah, I kinda think that if that, it like, wasn't that uh Galaxy's Edge should get on that. Like that's a good Yeah. 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 Like that'd be a really cute like in in universe like movie theater right and they can just show star wars movies mm. like all day yep. yeah i think totally. that'd be cute um and it'll be like a good place to like take a break for like after you stand in line for six hours for like that other ride yeah, um, like, go watch a star wars in the jedi temple yeah 
And Pal- Palpatine, you know, kind of showing that he's sort of relatable, hates stale popcorn, which, like, who among us? It's so disappointing. Is... I like stale popcorn. This but is where I differ it... from Palpatine. Hang on, Saf, we'll so get different. to your disappointment, but we need Ash okay, to okay. justify her position here. Yeah. You, you leave, you, you pop the popcorn, you leave it out for a while. It's better that way. It's chewy. Yeah, that's the point. That's I don't like chewy stuff. I like crunchy stuff. I love to crunch. It tastes but better. Like, but, like, I don't want to go to a movie theater, spend $20 on popcorn, and then have it be stale. Like, that's it only so works. It only works with microwavable popcorn. Okay. 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 Oh, no, I know what okay. you mean. Yeah, it does kind of get, like, a I, yeah. Okay. I don't have an opinion on that at this moment, but I will try it at some point. But, like, movie theater popcorn should never be stale. Yeah, no, it should it's not. So it's so disappointing. It's so wrong. No, 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 so, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> anyways palpatine's the emperor of this entire galaxy he could easily just be like make me some new popcorn like sure he hates stale popcorn but just like man you're not paying 20 bucks for this you already own the galaxy right he's like he's the like, emperor you know he those one percenters those one percenters complaining about things that everyone else has to deal with but not, it's not actually a problem for them because they have money and power like oh trying to be relatable to the stormtroopers or whatever but the stormtroopers are like man you could just get some more you could just make us make more like don't complain about this God, Palpatine is like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Jefferson Bezos. No, different Jeff. Danny! Okay, to be fair, of the two Jeffersons that have been mentioned on this pod, Jefferson Bezos is much more likely to have been a Confederate general. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're very right there. <laughs> He can be G- B- B- GJ. Brigadier General Jefferson Bezos. Yeah. BGJB. Alright, so Vader comes to the aid of the 501st who's responding to the infiltration of the Jedi Temple, but he forgets his helmet first, and all the stormtroopers boo at him, which A, super insensitive, and B, apparently, yeah, you're right, I guess he's not, he hasn't formed that routine yet, right, of like, go put on my helmet before I leave my egg. But like, why are you booing? He has a skin condition. Yeah, like, he's probably weird. he struggles to breathe. I'm, it's the Empire. I do that's not why. like. I do not like all the casual ableism in Star Wars. Yeah, I don't. You this know? was very yeah. casually ableist, like this entire movie, and I do not like more so than the rest of Star Wars. Somehow, <laughs> I did not like that. <laughs> so Star Wars has many problems it needs to fix. Palpatine is being relatable by not liking stale popcorn. Bill Organa is being relatable by showing that he seeks the approval of his peers. He was like sure. really concerned about what Obi Wan and Yoda were going to think of him for being so cowardly. So like, I got a little bit of See, Bail Organa respect back from that. I feel like the thing there is that in reality, Bail would do something incredibly not cowardly and then worry about that, not be cowardly mm-hmm. and then worry about it. You know? Yeah. Um, so apparently C-3PO's, like, programming fluke that happened here is Corellian because he says the freaking odds line. He sure uh, does. Goddamn Corellian. 3PO! Why? But it also makes sense that this is some, like, foolhardy, like, eyes closed, head first, can't lose, shoot em up this from Corellia, though. Yeah, it makes so much sense. It's like right? a computer like, virus from Corellia. Yeah. yeah. But also, I hate it. <laughs> I don't approve. They really need to stop referencing that line. They need to stop. At least no one said I have a bad feeling about this in this whole thing. Oh, That's a good amazing. point. 
So there are a lot of holocrons, and they have to figure out how to get them all back. Um, I can't believe they didn't think of that first, considering they would know how many Yeah, you think they would they know were. the volume of holocrons they're dealing with. I feel like Yoda did not prep these students very well. Considering yeah, that he, like, got them all here. out of Order 66. Right. But then he, like, didn't tell them, like, how many holocrons there really are. Because, like, maybe the students have only seen, like, a dozen or so, right? And, like, because these are also pretty young students, it seems like. Yeah. Um, I think it's about one that's so, twelve, so they're pretty young. Yeah, it's so it's like be padawans, honestly. They should not be doing this. But it doesn't like, make any who sense. Who else? They all they have is Jack fourteen and Rusty, which Jack fourteen is not reliable. I don't know. Uh, Vader gives three PO an existential crisis, which knocks him back to his usual programming. Um, so Bale and three PO give away the game, and Vader heads to the Hollow Vault. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think he's going to go think... to the hollow vault. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, it is just like totally casual, again, just casually dropped in here. The 14 Jack is a Sith clone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. right. This is just, this is what? weird. Which means that he could be snow. He could be an early version of snow. <gasps> 14 oh Jack God, is an early. Be. If you unscramble the letters from 14 Jack, it spells I am Supreme Leader Snoke. You hit the nose on the button. <laughs> Nailed it. Je- Bing pot. Of course, this freaking <laughs> OC Gary Stew would also be a powerful Sith clone. Like, come on, man. Of course. Of course. It just, it's so fanficy. I can't, I can't do it. I can't deal with it. It's like, just. It's like who wrote this? People, people shot in Twilight, but like this is way worse. This is way worse than like Edward ripping open Bella's tummy to like eat the baby out. Oh, yeah, like, I would rather that good. over this. You would rather Vader ripping open Padme's belly to <laughs> no. eat the Skywalker twins. No, no, Edward doesn't eat the baby. Edward eats around the baby to get the baby out. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> Aren't I would there rather some that. Organs there. No, it's fine. She's yeah, a vampire. Yeah, he has to... Yeah. Uh, I would rather Anakin doing that, honestly, than 14 Jig being in this. Oh, wow. You hate 14 Jig. I hate 14 Jig. Why do men get to do this, but women get yelled at for it? Right! Like, Ray has learned how to fix computers, and they're like, Mary Sue! Boo! Boo! And then, like... 14 Jack has an invisible arm that also shoots lightning that also is a flashlight and like that's cool. <laughs> it's like yeah, and he's also the like a clone of Palpatine. For getting to where his helmet is the same reaction as Ray like successfully fixing a ship. Right? right. It's like what? <laughs> God damn. Um Vader shows a real moment of like um I had some empathy for Vader in this moment because he remembers Rusty. Yeah. That was really, that was, that was special. Way to go, Anakin. And then we get, like, it's actually a pretty sick lightsaber duel between Vader and the Padawans. And, uh, mm-hmm. of course, Ahsoka is randomly there. Um, and she stands, Ugh, she stands her ground against Vader. I mean, I just assume. And she doesn't have the right markings or anything. She's just a pale-looking Twi'lek. Well, they all look a little different because, again, the medium here is Legos. <laughs> yeah, I still don't think it's Ahsoka, In case Ahsoka, you though. forgot. I don't, I don't think it's her. I think it's just a Ran Togruta. Okay. I guess Dave Filoni wasn't involved. Also, because in this, as far as we like, know, it anyways. can't be it can't be Ahsoka because at this point Ahsoka would not be twelve. She's like seventeen or something. 
That's a good point. Oh, well, she's the one that yeah. says she's 12. Like, there haven't not, been like, any other continuity wise. errors in this whole episode, so that's a good point. Well, not, not in terms of timelines, you know? Like, the timelines all match up. Yeah, you're right. This is... Yeah. This, yeah. Rusty's age matches up with where we know he yeah. is in the timeline, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're introduced to the term tummy wires. I love that. Good tummy good. wires. Oh, good new droid anatomy thing. I, I'm into that. Which is really good, like, because last, I feel like it was around last year that the meme was going around where 3PO was just wearing a crop top. And so, like, yeah, I feel like yeah. Tubby Wires is a nice expansion. It's sort of a lampshading that meme a little bit without, like, being too on the nose about it. Yeah, a crop top shows the Tubby Wires, and I'm here for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So do Teletubbies have Tubby Wires? On the inside, sure. Yeah, on the inside, because they have TVs there. Are Teletubbies robots? They have TVs in their stomachs. Disciples. <laughs> They're so- okay, yeah, they're cyborgs. Yeah. They're part biological, part mechanical, yeah. Yeah. So, Vader doesn't slaughter the Padawans this time, but not for lack of trying. Whew. I guess he's still, like, again, he's still new. He's still getting used to his new digs. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Obi-Wan comes in at the last possible second to save the day, Ugh. but it's a hologram of Obi-Wan. And they say a lot of the same lines from, like, their duels in episodes three and four, and it feels kind of redundant. But it gives yeah. the Padawans the upper like, hand, so whatever, I guess. Once again, I feel like this this writer is not very good, and it's really just like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like someone... Too many other things. It's like someone told him... I'm just gonna assume him. It's like someone told him... Oh, it's definitely him. <laughs> it's like someone told him, it's like poetry, it rhymes, and he was like, oh, I get it. Just copy-paste lines from other movies. Yeah, but then, like, the whole thing of him being a hologram also felt very, like... TLJ, right? Where he's shown up at the end, but from far away yeah. and is yeah. like distracting stuff. That's exactly what I was to thinking. Give everybody else. Well, that's where Vader time. got the idea for. Oh wait, never mind. It wasn't even Vader. It's not. <laughs> 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 this, there's a third Vader who's actually Luke Skywalker the whole time. <laughs> that's the slightly smaller Luke. <laughs> oh no, because he has robot he's legs. in the cave on Dagobah. Oh, boy. Oh, it is, though! <laughs> so, someone Man. says, see you later, alligator, which means that now alligators are canon, as well as ducks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is I there, like alligators oh, a lot. What's, I need oh. to know if there's a Wikipedia page on alligators. What's an alligator, Luke said. Never mind, Obi-Wan said. <laughs> I mean, you know Obi-Wan's experience with big animals, like... Not great. Yeah. That's true. It's probably one of the bigger fish that he did not have a good experience with. Oh, man. There are so many. There's always a bigger one. Obi-Wan is not an animal person, and Obi-Wan is also not a droid person, and Obi-Wan's also not a people person. Obi-Wan so was like... bound to be a hermit. It was always going to happen. I'm yeah. I'm so disappointed in the Star Wars wiki. There's not a, there's not an entry on alligators yet. I don't understand how... But I mean, it was such now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's canonical. I mean, there's one for ducks. I don't Why understand. Why is Star Wars being so slow on this? Again, I, I just yeah, feel like people don't know that this is out there yet, and, and like maybe that applies yeah. to Wikipedia as well. Um, so Vader cry as they're as they're escaping. Vader cries out, "I will hunt you to the end of the galaxy!" And a stormtrooper points out that they can't hear him, and it's the first time Vader's heard this, and he's like, actually, really grateful. He's like, "Oh, it's a really good point, thank you." And you're like, "Wait, oh. this this is the theme from before," but then you remember this is a flashback, so this is really is the first time anyone's pointed it out to him. This is such a clever plot device. But then we know he's had a point out to him. He knows that now, which means he's actively like he knows that, and he's still doing it anyway because he, he doesn't it. care. Yeah. He's made that choice. He's made that choice. I think 
I think he needs to communicate that to his staff. He doesn't need to communicate anything with staff. He's done Vader. They should just know better than to question him. (laughs) Vader needs to... Uh, That's really bad manager. Vader needs to send out an all-staff email. In terms of Darth Vader and the Empire, that's how it should be. He needs to put... He needs They're to put not good management in the, in the Imperial Discord server. <laughs> they could be better management, is all I'm saying. Yeah, but it shouldn't be, because it's the Empire. I think your expectations should be clear, of your, like, of your workplace re- need to be really clear. I don't want the Empire having good morals, because then people might want to emulate it, you know? I mean, people already want to emulate the Empire with its bad morals, so... <laughs> <laughs> So there's a chase sequence, know. there's some pew-pew. Um, again, some gratuitous cameos here at one point. A holocron hits yeah. Cad Bane. Um, there's Lando doing disco. Um, and then there was an Ewok village, which was kind of cool. Yep. I love Ewoks. The end. Um, we also get the origin of Vader's TIE Interceptor when um, a couple of other ships like hit the wings just so that it bends them into that sort of bent shape that we've come to know from Vader's ship. I kind of like that. I kind of yeah. like that. We never part. knew where it came from, yeah. so it's kind of cool that we gave it an origin yeah. story here. Yeah, like, why we never knew why that particularly was unique, and I, and yeah. I like it. I like that explanation. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, in the in their getaway ship, 3PO is sitting on Bail Organa's lap, and Bail Organa finds it embarrassing, so Bail Organa's gonna wipe C-3PO's mind again, which has some really problematic implications. It's I Come don't on, like what? this Bail Organa. No. How, how did they miss the mark so much with Bail's characterization in this? It's because so this was annoying. probably written by like a super white dude. And he was just yeah. like, I don't want to have a strong Latinx character. So let's make him awful. Racist. There it is. Uh, Obi-Wan buries the holocrons under the crate dragon skeleton. And mm-hmm. um, then we flash forward back to where we were at the beginning. Uh, with, with Yoda and Obi-Wan roasting their marshmallows. Uh, we cut back to the um, Falcon, where we get confirmation that Chewie does see Han and Leia as his parents, because he says, Mommy and Daddy, yep. please stop fighting. Which is, like, real weird. Yeah. Like, if Chewie is older than both of them. Yeah, and I I feel like, you know, again, this is infantilizing, like, aliens and non-humans again racist yeah um and like but this is also more proof that solo isn't actually canon because it doesn't really fit in with like chewy seeing him as a father figure if how they meet in solo is correct that's a really good point yeah 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 Yeah. and this is more recent than solo right so this just i hate both versions but Yeah, I it's find like, it weird that he already thinks Leia is his mom, considering, like, he's only known her for a couple days. And, like, all yeah. she's done was been, like, yell at him. Yeah. She oh my god, it's her freaking, carpet? like, crystal yeah. star characterization. Oh no! Lego, yeah. Lego Leia is crystal star Leia. Oh no. Hey, they brought back Legends. <laughs> <laughs> you said that <laughs> you can take the billboards down it's, it's now the monkey's paw bring back legend <sighs> so luke is like having an emotional breakdown in the falcon because he thought the jedi stuff would be easy um but luckily r2 has both tissues and a trash can mode so not only do we have dj mode at r2 we also have trash can mode just a lot of big reveals about r2's capabilities in this 
I mean, I felt vindicated because I always referred to 3PO as Gold Dad, and then R2 was Trash Can Dad. So, they you know, stole that like, from me. You know, it is kind of cool because I think maybe we all remember sitting in the theater when we found out that R2 could fly for the first time, and that was kind of mm. cool. Yeah, that was when he flew cool. in the Yeah, they kind of bring him back that yeah. one yeah, same kind of thing. Moment. Yeah. It's like, ooh, what else can R2 do? Can. Yeah. <laughs> he, listen, they made R2 relatable for its audience. A trash can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Ghost Obi-Wan reveals himself to Luke, which is not a good move because Luke doesn't like ghosts no. and Luke shoots the hyperdrive and the hyperdrive sound effect. Um, they like shoot the hyperspace and then it ends a little dinging sound. It goes, whoop, ding. <laughs> I guess that's all I had to Amazing. say about that. Um, someone... I mean, who among us would not be spooked if a ghost just suddenly appeared? A ghost of our old dead friend. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. Someone says the phrase, holy Moss Eisley. And then Vader's, Vader's, is that. Vader's ship crash lands in the area where he and Padme had their, like, rolling around in the field moment. Um, and also Jar Jar is there. We get the return of Jar Jar. And we learn that Jar Jar, like, settled down and had three kids and their names are jojo jj and Gigi, and they really like it. i hate no i like this because then it renders uh aftermath actually as non-canon anymore this this retcons aftermath yeah this retcons clown jar jar yeah oh okay true. i'm into yeah. that then yeah so i'm i'm a fan of that meanwhile also, like the fact which, that wait, jar jar wait, wait, recognizes wait, wait. vader as anakin which i find very interesting and it's probably yeah. one of the reasons why uh, Project Cinder also included Naboo. Oh, interesting. <gasps> Do you think that this like further proves the Jar Jar is a Force-sensitive kind of theory that was floating yeah, around? I think it just proves that For Jar Jar like... is just like a normal dude who just wanted to have some kids on Naboo. Yeah, and he recognizes yeah. No, Anakin. I mean, like, he knew, he recognizes Anakin... Oh, that's a good point. And, like, he knew that Anakin would be there at that place, right? Like, what if it was some kind of late... Like, I don't think Jar Jar knows, but, like, what if, like, some latent, like, feelings was like, hey, you know, let's go for a picnic today, kids, and, like, like, brought them out there. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like how Finn... I guess the Force works in mysterious ways. Yeah, like, intuition. Yeah. 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 Um, Yoda and Obi-Wan are proud because they taught Luke a lesson about being humble. Which, like, Did they? a weird couple of people we learned that lesson from. Right, like... <laughs> like, Yoda knew the whole time that their force powers were diminishing. Let's not tell anybody. Right. <laughs> I'm too humble to tell everybody. Right. Yoda is that person who is, like, posting photos on Instagram from his, like, Jedi Council mansion and is, like, hashtag stay humble. And it's just, like, What? <laughs> And then it dispense your wealth, Yoda. And this whole thing just ends on a cliffhanger. It's who will get the holocrons first, Luke or Darth Vader or the Utini crew? Uh, I hope it's the Utini crew. Me too. They deserve it more than anyone else. But so I guess there's more of these. I don't. I just. I don't understand what's going on. Why would there be more of these? Yeah. Right. I feel like Star Wars lied to us when they said they weren't making any more movies. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, is it? I think it was yeah. twenty-two minutes. So I don't know if it counts as a movie. Is it like a mini? Hmm. There's, I don't know. there's a lot of questions here. What did we think about? I mean, we kind of talked through the whole time and talked about the major changes to the canon. But like, my big question is, like, 
I do get that they're experimenting with different forms of storytelling. Um, like, what do you think about the decision to tell this particular Star Wars story in the form of, like, Lego stop motion? I didn't enjoy it that much, honestly. I wasn't here for yeah, it. Yeah, me not either. Because, not necessarily because of Lego, but just because of the writer. Like, <laughs> Directed by Ben Wyatt. It was a bad writer. Was a bad it's writer. like, I love, I love Bail Organa a lot, and this just didn't, it missed the mark with this character, I think. Yeah. It's definitely <coughs> written like a legend book. <coughs> Sorry, I, right. I'm joking. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> okay, bye. Um, it's definitely written like a Legends book, which, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It definitely is more Crystal Star Legends than, like, X-Wing Legends. Yeah. You know? And, like, Aaron Alston, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, And so, I think, I think if they could find writers who could better characterize like our faves like i would love to see what like claudia gray would write for one of these yeah. right oh man yeah. wouldn't like claudia gray writing a bail organa story just be awesome oh so amazing so amazing like i think that would be really interesting um, i joked on like skyhoppers back in the day that my dream star wars book was a, a mon mothma bail organa like political thriller that would be good i would you weren't that. joking <laughs> um and, like, I think also, like, what I did appreciate, not necessarily what actually happened, but, like, I did appreciate the look into the past, like, kind of the flashback that they did. Um, because rather than spending this time to, like, tell us what, like, Luke and stuff are up to, I like that it went back and like, kind of filled in this gap of what was happening um, between, like, right after episode three versus right after episode four. Yeah. In a way, it kind of felt like the framing narrative was kind of unnecessary in the end. Yeah. Feels yeah. like they kind of brought the original trio in just to get people's attentions because the prequels, you know, have Yeah, Disney rap. hates mm. the prequels and so it was their way of like kind of skirting around that, right? Yeah, they didn't label yeah. it as a prequel story even though it very much they was. Sucked, yeah. They sucked in the, the original fanboys with the OT characters. Right. Oh man. And I bet they all freaking loved 14 jack oh yeah oh they would have yeah 14 jack is so the boba fett of this episode oh Oh, and i hate him so much (laughs) yeah just like how i hate boba fett (laughs) cool well we would love to hear from all of you what if you get a chance to watch this what you think of this maybe like maybe this will hit mainstream star wars fandom soon and people will begin hopefully like I'm a little nervous about that. I feel like it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of hot takes. There's gonna be a lot of discourse around this when it does. Yeah, yeah. So I'm almost kind of like very okay with the fact that it had sort of the quiet under the radar release. I don't know. It's I think it's gonna be tough when this comes yeah. out or when when more people notice this. Yeah. All right. So uh, last week's listener question was, <laughs> "What the fuck is a?" <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is a sweet meat? Yep. That was last week's <laughs> listener question. It what sure was. was. Uh, Raising Fangirl said, So work has been crazy and I just cut up this week while on vacation. So what you don't know is in college I had a band, wrote my own songs and put out a CD. Also, Palp's profile would say I have magic fingers and sweet mate. Oh, wow. Combined ah! so many things yeah, together there, with there that. There are three That's listener impressive. responses I think in one there. Nice job, RF. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> Uh, Tom, Tom the fanboy said, "A sweet meat is the meat of of the fruit, not the meat of an animal." 
As better sweeteners and artificial flavors developed, they fell out of fashion since candy was more easy to make. In the GFA, there are tons more fruits, so the term is still relevant outside Wait, of the core. The fruit of the animal? <laughs> no, the meat the of fru- the fruit. The meat, meat of the fruit, of not the animal. Did I did I say that wrong? No, you said it right. You said it right. A sweet meat is the meat of the fruit, not the meat of an animal. Okay, I think yeah. I get it now. I just I think I just yeah. heard it wrong. Yeah, it's like the pulp, right? It's like the the inside. It's like dried mangoes, right? Yeah, you know, like dehydrated. Oh, I hate that stuff. I love dried mango. Okay, Tiz, I don't like sweet meats. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Not me until right this moment. Uh, X wings in history. No, 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 no. You said that wrong. X wings in history. <laughs> I was. I would assume sweet meats are meat or meats in sauce, like honey barbecue sauce or sweet and sour pork. Oh, These wow. are like those sweet meats. I like answer, and it makes so right. much sense. Why do we never think of that? It's I love those sweet meats. Sweet meat and tor tor teruvian. Is that how that's pronounced? Sure. I don't know. Sure. Uh, they said you are uh, alternate slash additional emojis. A uh, smiley face with a tongue sticking out, meat, an eggplant, water drops, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Oh, we the sweet mates. That's cute. I mean, I like, I like being the sweet mate. Uh, I like that. like a term of endearment. Yeah. yeah. I, I would wear a t-shirt that it said sounds like something... sweet meat and cursive on it. That sounds like something my southern stepmom would tell me when I'm being a bit of an asshole. Yeah. You're sweet yeah. mate. You're sweet. You're meat. goddamn sweet, mate. Bless right, like, your heart. You're such a sweet. That's meat. something that like Cara Dune would call somebody. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, it's probably uh, what she calls I... Baby Yoda. Like, oh, you're yeah. sweet meat. <laughs> I read a fic where she called him Bean, and I can't get that out of my head. That's it's just cool. what I refer to him as now. So He's cute. a little green bean. It's a green bean baby. Um. Uh, dinner leader said, isn't a sweet meat just a himbo? <laughs> I had the exact same thought, Jeff. That was the first thing that came into my mind. <laughs> That's so true. Isn't a sweet meat just a himbo? Yes. Odie said, sweet meat equal hot flesh equal a sealter. <laughs> also true. Also a himbo. Yeah, also, also a, a himbo. himbo. Uh, also from Jess, just heard someone on a podcast say highfalutin, and I've never heard that phrase ever in my life except for Rogue Podron. What have y'all started? We've sat in a highfalutin good time. You, Jess, you gotta, you gotta read some more cowboy dictionary. <laughs> yeah, Jess, you're reading a lot of books this year. I see you post every other day that you finish but, another book. But not read a, a cowboy dictionary. cowboy dictionary. <laughs> Hang out with some more and southern you call people. yourself cultured. <laughs> How many cowboy dictionaries have you read? Yes. I have three bookmarks. <laughs> All right, oh, this I would like question. to give a glistening body to Teruvian because I appreciate that we were called a sweet meat. It's very sweet. Yeah, I want to give one to Raising oh. Fangirls for that slick, like fitting a bunch of answers into one answer. I want to give mine to Dinner Leader. Wow, dinner leader and gang, I'm, an actual glistening body. Yeah, I'm not allowed to give any dinner leader, so 
um, I'll say to Odie because it is a sealed door. Mm. There's a lot of callbacks flesh, to previous things in this. His flesh is constantly warm. Not like, just warm, that hot. Man, that man is never cold in his life. You never have to worry about like crawling into bed with him and him having cold feet. Yeah, that's me. You worry about me having cold feet, not Isildur. Yeah. No, Isildur, hot. Like a volcano. Hot flesh. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, like a volcano by of passion for you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should also give, like, a glistening, uh, don't feel bad that you didn't get included to Tom and X-Wings as well, just because there's, like, so few responses that, like, I don't want them to feel left yeah. out. They they had, like, the most honest yeah. and, like, they get the straightforward questions. Glistening encyclopedias or whatever for actually having the true knowledge. They get a glistening yeah. taking a thing seriously that was clearly not meant to be taken seriously. <laughs> not that we have any so experience or understand what that is like at all, but they get Honestly, the both of these could have been straight up lies about sweetmeats, and I would never know. But they said it, they wrote it in a way that I believe them, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the thing. And so they deserve yeah. something for that. Yeah. No matter how ridiculous the thing is that you're analyzing, so long as you just take it seriously, like, people think you're real. Yeah. This is not really relevant to anything else going on in our lives right now. I just thought it was worth pointing out. No. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> uh, this week's question is compose an email that Darth Vader sent out to all staff. <laughs> I can't wait to write this email. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm going to write this email when I should be writing actual work emails. <laughs> yeah, me too, I think. Just don't yeah. accidentally send this one. But I'm not going to put a do. recipient in the see what happens <laughs> bonus points if you show that you actually sent your Darth Vader email out to your staff email alias please don't do, don't do that, that don't challenge. do that do not do that do not do that mm, chaos <laughs> alright listeners you can hit us up with your answers to this week's question on twitter at roguepodron our email is roguepodron at gmail.com our website is roguepodron.com. Do you want Ash's dad to guest on Rogue Podron? Support us on Patreon. <laughs> it probably won't make it happen, but it'll still make us feel good. <laughs> Our Patreon is patreon.com slash roguepodron. You can subscribe by Did the Did I consent to my father no, guesting no. on Rogue Pod? Did you notice I no, said it probably, it probably won't, won't make it happen, happen, but it'll make us feel good. <laughs> so it's when we need your consent. You're not your father's legal guardian. He'd come on. I'm not. If I asked him, he'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds fun." What do you want me to come on? <laughs> Would it be? We'd be calling him Brigadier General the entire night. <laughs> Subscribe. And he'd to be us like, "Please use my full oh name, my God, Brigadier yes. General Jefferson Rendar the Third. Thank you very much." <laughs> oh boy. Subscribe. <laughs> on Who, iTunes, Stitcher, Feedburner. I already am. No, Danny. <clears throat> Shut up, Danny. I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass with Podbean. I know. And Spotify and Google, uh, or any of your other favorite podcatchers. I don't know why I'm reading my book. Write and review us on iTunes, please. We want them. It's been so long. We gotta eat. We're in quarantine. We can't go out for a yeah, second. Please feed we need us those five stars. Quarantine. We need those you stars. Gotta see so so bad. Feed us. We have no reviews this week, which makes Saf sad. Sad Saf. Saf. Yeah. Saf. Gosh, Saf. listeners, you made Saf sad. How? In a how trying time like this. Heartless. Like this. That's fine.
Prove to us you're not heartless. Leave us a review. Of <laughs> <laughs> Prove to us that you don't suck. <laughs> we don't know how to interact with humans anymore. <laughs> We've it's all been, been inside for 14 days, at least. <laughs> oh, boy. So, next time, we'll be doing Star Wars, Battlefront, Twilight Company, chapters, some of them. <laughs> yeah, I still need to make a thing. I'll get there. Don't worry about it. But Twilight yeah. Company's happening. It's my birthday month, and so we're doing Twilight, Twilight Company's Company. happening. For my birthday. Um, yeah, this is kind of a heavy book. So. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll do something fun. We afterwards. timed this so well. We timed this. We- this is classic Rogue Padre. <laughs> so well. Um, okay, but we go from a very you know, heavy Pod- episode of the Star Wars franchise to a very heavy book about Star. You know, it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah makes but sense. like, don't don't worry. You know us. Even the heavy stuff we tackle with many balls. And we'll all be okay. It's the equivalent of going from talking in cowboy voices to playing complicated by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> and if you want, I will use a cowboy voice for these episodes. For real? Oh my god. I would love If that will make you happy, listeners, yes. <laughs> yes. The good news is there's a basilisk in this book, so you know. Yes, four arms, four hugging. Woo! So many From hugs. six feet apart. To hug. And there's also a more morally gray older lady scientist. <laughs> so, so far we have a love interest for Meg and a love interest for Seth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Nyan so Nub is in this, so I'm all set. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> We sure have types. <laughs> oh, we sure do. We're gonna find out who Ash is into <laughs> <laughs> next time. Next time on Rogue <laughs> So with that, this is Rogue Padrid signing off. Pash out. That's, that's actually a bonus. A bonus listener question is: Who do you think Ash's type is? <laughs> From Twilight Company. Yeah. From Twilight no! Company. It's a pre-listener question. Yeah. Let's know if you're correct. <laughs> You'll find out. Pew, pew, pew. I need to go and grab my Twilight Company. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, pew. <laughs> One sad pew from Ash. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, can we like pause to see if my dogs are going to calm down since I can't mute? <laughs> yeah, oh <Yeah>. good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just need to laugh at this whole entire fucking thing real quick. <laughs> This is great. Y'all just like jumped right into character without without batting an eyelash. I loved it. Yeah, this is like the most serious podcast we've done in a long. Time. <laughs> it's really funny, and it's really hard to not just lose my shit constantly. <laughs> oh, especially since I hate Lego like humor so much. Oh man, so we I'm playing, are like I'm playing the serious cynical role because of that. We're artists, truly. <laughs> We're podcasting professionals. Obviously. We, oh yeah, we are. 
Yeah, how many podcasts do you know it's gotten to season 16? Right. Not many. Never None mind the, the arbitrary ones. numbering of the season by which we usually complete three or four in a single year. <laughs> to be fair, one of the podcasts where we drama I listened to has very arbitrary seasons. Like, the season See? four was like three episodes long, and then the season five came out like a week later and was like three episodes long. And I was like, what the fuck are you okay. doing? None of our seasons have been that short. We should, yeah, we should we totally could. do a one episode season, though, because that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> like, when we get to season 69, Suddenly- it's just like... A 24 hour long, like, live stream of us just giggling. Yeah. <laughs> what up? Season 69. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> <laughs>